When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance. So appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Ten minutes away from the name game involving maybe your favorite quarterback that's still around or not around when it comes to the NFL playoffs that comes your way in about 10 minutes. And speaking of all eyes on a particular quarterback, Lamar Jackson, me, Harry, boy, that was some playoff coming out party. One and three as a playoff starting quarterback going in, two and three with a bullet coming out. Two touchdowns rushing, two touchdowns passing, just commanded everything in the whitewashing of the Houston Texans by the Baltimore Ravens. First time since 1970, you're going to have a championship game played in that city. When it comes to Baltimore, they haven't seen one since the Colts were in Baltimore. That's how long it's been and how long they've been waiting for an opportunity. And especially with Lamar Jackson, that offense and that defense playing like that. I'll start with Lamar. The face of the franchise um, does things the right way. A leader. Right. I I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are in this situation if Lamar Jackson wasn't the leader that he is. And I've seen him getting on some of his teammates on the football field out there during that game versus the Houston Texans because he understands what it's supposed to look like on offense. And, you know, a lot of them, the guys say he gave a speech at halftime and those words can't be repeated. Yeah, they were but profane. If, yeah. <laughs> but if you have a guy like Lamar Jackson, which we know he's not normally like that, you know how much it means to him. Right. And he, he didn't want this football team to squander away an opportunity sure. in which they did previously when they had the number one seed. Yeah. Right. And allowed a team that probably shouldn't have beat them because Ryan Tannehill damn near barely even threw the football and Derrick Henry rushed effectively and Lamar wasn't on his best game. Didn't want that to happen this time around. Yeah. So you get the feel that things are differently. But. Freddie, you say a phrase a lot when you're talking about the San Francisco 49ers defense, those bloodthirsty pirates. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Watching the Baltimore Ravens defense and how they tackle well in space, how they just play off of one another so well, they're dynamic. The situations that Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, is able to put those guys in, it's a thing of beauty to watch. And watching Lamar – maneuver the pocket and stand in there and keep his eyes downfield, not worry about the rush. Mm. It also tells you how much he really trusts his offensive weapons that are on the offensive line and also his running backs and pass protection. Mm -hmm. But the guys, the receivers and the tight ends that are going out in routes, he's trusting what they used to say up there, beat trust, that he's (laughs) trusting everything amongst this football team. And it's going to showing they came out of halftime, touchdown, 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 boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, game over. Houston Texans, you're done. Yeah, it was a 10-10 game at halftime. And that defense had only allowed the Texans a field goal because they got the only touchdown to punt return. But talk about seizing the moment and stomping out a team that you wanted to make sure they could not even believe for one second they were going to have confidence to win that game. Here's another reason why Lamar Jackson sounds different. 
he knows that the job is not finished. That may have been something he might not have said four or five years ago. Nah, because we we got we got to finish. You know, still playoffs. We're not in the dance yet, but. I'm looking forward to next week, to be honest with you. I'm not even thinking about the uh, Super Bowl until we handle business. I really don't care about what people say. You know, I'm, I'm trying to win um, day in, day out. Every time I'm on that field, I'm trying to play to the best of my ability. Those guys just had, you know, had our team member in the past, but it's a different team, like I've been saying, and we just got to stay locked in on what's ahead of us. To me, Harry Douglas, is not about Lamar Jackson proving people wrong. It's about Lamar Jackson proving him and the Baltimore Ravens right. Yep. You can say that individually. You can say that collectively. I never want somebody to be motivated to prove somebody wrong because of their opinion or because they have a belief in their ability. You should not want to succeed just so you can go, I told you so, the people out there. I don't hear that from Lamar Jackson. It's about, man, I know that we were right as an organization. I know I was right the stance I took to get the money that I know I deserved for either the Baltimore Ravens or somebody else, and I didn't need an agent to do it. I trusted my ability and put faith in my family that I could do that. That's the difference with me, with the maturity. Because you're right, he's always been a mature guy. Yep. Was like that at Louisville. Was like that first time I got in the National Football League. I thought it was very astute that you pointed out that when, are you, when can you say anything about Lamar Jackson being a bad person off the field or being involved in stupid situations off the field? He doesn't even do that on the football field. He does not going to do it off the football field. So by the fact that he's not about trying to prove those naysayers wrong, it's about Lamar Jackson saying, I'm going to prove myself right because I've always believed in me, and I know this organization has believed in me, contract negotiation notwithstanding, because they flipped an entire offense for me the minute I became the starting quarterback. That's been the biggest difference. In addition to having those weapons on the outside, why we've seen a different about-to-be second-time MVP when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I think also the trust that head coach John Harbaugh has in his players, but mainly in Lamar Jackson. You think about that fourth and one call where, you know, Lamar Jackson reverse pivots to the left side of the football field and you got big Ronnie Stanley lead lead blocking for you, right? Mm -hmm. It's those moments, and we've seen them over the years, right, when they've been in fourth down situations and, you know, Lamar looks to the sideline or it's a timeout and John Harbaugh 100% knows he's going for it because he believes in Lamar. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that's that's a hell of a feeling as a player, man, when you, when your coach believes in you like that. But they're out there having fun. They're enjoying it. it what what greater good is it to, to, to win if you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying it? And Lamar Jackson is able to bring that different element. And I touched on earlier, Freddie, mm-hmm. how I remember he got on Stanley on one play. Right. But I also need to, to mention – when it was a few plays after that where you've seen him laughing and praising his big man too. Absolutely. Right? No so doubt. being able to have the awareness to get on your guys, because I, I do believe in year six, Lamar has earned that respect to be able to get on guys on his football team without no his teammates taking it a certain way. Yeah. But also sensing and understanding the room when those guys are excellent for you, you praise them. And you let them know it. So I, I witnessed that in the game against the Houston Texans in a playoff game. Yeah, I can't wait to see how or what it's going to look like when this is the this is not new news here. This is the biggest game he's ever played. I'm talking yep. about college. I'm talking about high school. I'm talking about NFL. And the standard, right? The standard is the standard. And now you got the gold standard on the other side when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. He's used to these situations, and he understands exactly 
what is coming up because he's been there before. Yeah, man, I said heck of a year, man. I mean, I've, I've been on the other side of that. It's tough. You put in so much effort and work every single game to play in these playoff games, and he played his tail off. I mean, and gave them, they gave them a chance to win the game. We were just able to come out with the win in the end. But that's two great football teams, two great offenses, defenses, everything going at it, and we were able to come out on top this week. When you've been in those situations, like Patrick Mahomes, this is a first time for Lamar Jackson. No one thought they are going to lose to the Houston Texans unless he fell down, and that was not going to happen. But now you get one of your peers, a guy that is a better player than you. As much as I love Lamar Jackson, he's not a no, better player. No, you call player. him the spade right, of spade. Right. He's not a better player. He's not a better better player than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But just like we've seen Josh Allen's name take a hit because he can't beat Patrick Mahomes, we saw Joe Burrow's name rise up a little bit because he's able to beat Patrick Mahomes in his building in a playoff game. Lamar Jackson has that same opportunity because the naysayers are waiting and the supporters are waiting. How he does against Patrick Mahomes, win or lose. If they lose, but he plays great, he'll, he'll tell a lot of people to stand down. If he wins, no one will be able to say anything. That's where this game is with me, with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, Sunday for the AFC Championship in Baltimore. I think it's going to be an epic game. And for Lamar Jackson, uh, this is an opportunity for you in which Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl last year. He's on a quest to try to, you know, you know, past Tom Brady oh, yeah. at some point in his life, but you're also waiting for your breakthrough. You're you're also mm-hmm. waiting to bust through the door so now you can start adding hardware to your MVPs because I believe he's going to win it this year, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, he is going to win right? it. So you're looking not not just for the individual success. Now, now you're looking for the team success. And that team success, um, you have to be at your best to dethrone Patrick Mahomes and his football team. And you have the weapons now. You have the defense. You know, it's time to take things to another level. And for a guy like Lamar Jackson, this is a pivotal moment in his career. Because I can't sit up here and say, hey, you know what? The Ravens are going to be there next year. We all hope they're there Mm -hmm. year in and year out. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm a witness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can go 13 and three one year <laughs> uh-huh. and and never make the playoffs again while you're with one organization. I I know what that's like. And one of the things about that with Lamar Jackson and you mentioned something that really jumped out to me about the kind of joy he's playing with. That was always there, even when he was going through those injuries. He still went out there and played like he had a lot of joy in his heart and joy in his soul. Lord knows he has joy in his feet. The way he's able to move around out yes, in the sir. pocket, outside of the pocket, and his arm is underrated, whether it's inside, outside the pocket. But that joy was even magnified because whatever pressure had to be released, it was released not only when he got the bag and deservedly so from Baltimore, but then the Ravens said, we're not just going to pay you and be a one-man gang. We're going to make sure that you don't have to do it by yourself. And they went out there and drafted Zay Flowers and Isaiah Likely, and got Odell Beckham Jr., and guys on defense being a, a fist and not just individual fingers when it comes to winning with Baltimore. He did right by the organization. The organization did right by him. I can't wait to see what this is going to continue to look like because I get the sense that Oil, that Ravens organization that is really good at finding players will continue to do that for a guy that has shown that he will lay it on the line for this organization like Lamar Jackson has done in the past. And that's another thing, Freddie. I'm not worried about the Ravens organization when it comes to players because they have a culture that that has been set there for a very, very long time. They know and understand what they're looking for, and they know how to mold their players to fit that. There's a reason why, you know, when Roquan Smith – was up for trade, they went and got him. Mm-hmm. That's the type of linebacker that yeah. we are accustomed to having right. within our organization, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason why they they 
they seen something in Jadavion Clowney that other people didn't. Absolutely. They felt like, you know, he fit their mold, uh, the brand of football that they're accustomed to playing. There's a reason why all these things are, are, are happening, but at the forefront of it all is a guy named Lamar Jackson. Yeah, by the way, Ravens-Texans division round matchup that was on ABC and ESPN, over 31.8 million viewers, and it peaked at close to 37 million. If that got that kind of number, 430 on a Saturday, then what is Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes at 3 o'clock on a Sunday with those two stars, two former MVPs, two former two-time MVPs, about the matchup in Baltimore? I can't even wait to see exactly what that number is going to look like on It'll Sunday. It's going to be trouble, trouble. It's going to be money, trouble. money when it comes to CBS, <laughs> who's carrying that game at 3 o'clock Eastern time. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they always want to make things easier by bundling your home and car insurance together. This way you can save on both. So you, weren't long, or you want to learn more, and you do. You better do that, Progressive.com. Or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We're going to do a little name game when it comes to quarterbacks that are still in or no longer in the playoffs. We bring in Shannon Penn, who has been speaking up for Bill's Mafia all day long because he's not trying to hear hear about Harry saying, hey, it's going to be a new day. The sun's going to rise tomorrow. Even Josh Allen said the same thing, putting things in perspective. But Shannon Penn, speaking of a Bills Mafia, is a Giants fan, New York standing up with New York, not trying to hear that. So he'll throw a quarterback name at us. When he says it, what do we say? Shannon Penn, the floor is yours. All right, we're going to start with winners first. So, Freddie, when I say Brock Purdy, you say? He is never going to satisfy those naysayers out there because they're always going to look at him as somebody that happened to be there when the wheel came around to him being a starting quarterback. Even if he can make a play after play after play, it's going to be like, yeah, but Brock Purdy, 24-28, 345 yards, three touchdowns. Well, those playmakers made all those plays. He is never going to satisfy those naysayers when it comes to Purdy, Brock Purdy in San Francisco. So when I hear the name Brock Purdy, and I'm, I have to think about last week, the first thing that comes in my mind is in the NFC Championship game, he has to be better. He has to be better in order for the San Francisco 49ers, and we know the way this team is constructed, that you may have a lot of these guys not on this roster moving forward. Right. So this is their best opportunity to try to get to a Super Bowl and actually win one. So he must be better in order for that to happen than he was against the Green Bay Packers. All right, Harry, when I say Patrick Mahomes, you say – Chasing the goat. <laughs> Chasing the goat. Um, the standard. And I know I say that a lot, but he literally is. You talk about a guy who has won two Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances, six straight AFC championship games. That's not normal, folks. I'm here to tell you, it's not normal. People fight and claw to even like be able to be in a position to win games in the National Football League. You talk about not only winning, but the consistency in his play. And is and is winning to be able to get to six AFC championship games. I can't. I got to enjoy the greatness. When I hear Patrick Mahomes, when you say that, Shannon, I say he probably is not at the height of his powers yet. Mm. Think about that when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Not saying he's scratching the surface. <laughs> he is the surface, but I don't think he's even gotten to where he is going to be when it comes to his greatness. And the main main reason why I say that is the kind of year that Kansas City went through. Can you imagine what that legend is going to look like if he's able to win a championship with all the troubles of wide receiver, 
with all the offensive stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And, oh, by the way, you're able to beat Josh Allen and then, then, then Lamar Jackson, then whoever you have to beat in the Super Bowl for the championship, your third in six years. Uh, he may just be really, really getting started when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Must be nice having the same head coach each year that you're playing. But that's another story. All right, Freddie. Stop hating. When I say Jared Goff, <laughs> you say? Impressive. Ooh. He was 11-12 for 131 yards and one touchdown in the fourth quarter. When they said the running game, nah, but you're not going to do that. And Jared Goff says, okay, watch me work. And, boy, he spread that ball around. To Laporte over here, Amon Rossi Brown over there, he was so good at looking like a guy that looked this confident when he played with the Rams and they got to the Super Bowl. I haven't seen this confident Jared Goff since then, but he took ownership of that moment. He was like, look, Baker Mayfield, mm-mm. I'm not letting down these fans. I'm not letting down my coach. I'm not letting down my teammates. He has thrown five touchdowns and no interceptions and 568 yards so far in the first two playoff games when it comes to Jared Goff. Not Josh Allen, not Patrick Mahomes, that guy. He has been impressive so far in the first two games of the run for him and the Lions in the playoffs. When I think about Jared Goff, I would honestly say underappreciated. Not by the people in Detroit, but I think by people everywhere else. This is a guy that was second in the National Football League in the regular season in passing yards. When your coach believes in you, Mm -hmm. when you should run the ball and and take the clock down to throw it on second and nine because he believes that you're going to be able to complete that, it tells me everything I need to know. When your coach sits in that locker room after you beat your former team who threw you by the wayside and says you're good enough – For the Detroit Lions, that says a lot to me. So Jared Goff being able to have this relationship with these younger players, and I know he's not the oldest, but with these newbies on his team, and to be able to help get them to certain heights in order for them to be in the NFC Championship game, I think he's underappreciated, honestly. Yeah. By the way, Lions Buccaneers on NBC, average over 40 million viewers. Lower him, Mercy. Lions Buccaneers. Averaged over 40 million viewers. If NBC did that number, then what is the Bills' Chiefs number Mm. at night involving those two teams? I never forget a long time ago, somebody said the NFL, hogs get fat, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Nobody's slaughtering the NFL. The NFL is slaughtering everybody else, no matter what people tried to say about that. NBA mad at us. NBA's not mad. They're doing fine. Mm-hmm. No multi-billion dollar corporation. They'll be you fine. Heard, yeah. You heard me, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> can't Back to you, Shannon. Can't Penn. have nothing. Yeah, well, that, that's can't the, have Christmas, can't have MLK, can't have nothing. Put it this way. As a friend of mine used to say a long time ago, NBA, that's a you problem. That's not an NFL problem. <laughs> no, NFL going to stand up and say you still got life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shannon Penn with the shady burn. And he stared at me in the camera really to stare down. Jeez. <laughs> Right, look, real quick, because I do want to uh, mention a couple quarterbacks who did lose. Okay. Harry, when I say C.J. Stroud, you say? That bad boy coming. He coming in the NFL, better watch out. He he, the next one. He coming. Pause. Wow. I'm going to disagree with Harry. I don't think he's – I think he's here. He's already arrived. Ooh. I know after only one year. He, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, he, he, I'm here. He, he, he here, there, and everywhere. When it comes to C.J. Stroud, he hasn't even gotten to where he's going to be with the right kind of organization, the right kind of head coach, and more importantly, the right kind of mentality. He even mentioned that so many NFL players 
have called him over the last week or so to say, thank you for standing up for your faith and not being afraid to stand up for your faith. He said, I'm not doing it to get favor. I'm just doing it because that's what it means to me. But I appreciate that. When you have other players calling you to say, keep doing your thing, and you just got here, he's not on the way. C.J. Stroud, he's arrived. All right, one more, Freddie. When I say Jordan Love, you say. Boy, that's a bad mofo set your mouth right there. (laughs) When it comes to Jordan Love, I know he didn't have the best of games against San Francisco, but if anybody worried, could he be the guy after Aaron Rodgers and succeed? Those worries are completely, completely over. I know he threw two picks against San Francisco. That 49's defense is pretty good. But that's a bad mother shut your mouth when it comes to Jordan Love. Like Harry said about an hour ago, like Herm Edwards said about over an hour ago, watch out for the Green Bay Packers. They could be that new power in the NFC. For me, I'm going to take it to coming to America. America. Why does she always get the good ones? The Packers. (laughs) They always get the good ones. (laughs) Are you saying that's the Lisa to the younger sister when it comes Uh to the quarterbacks? (laughs) (laughs) He got his own money. Oh, you really did it this time, Lisa. You really really did did it, Lisa. He's got his own money. When I say his own money, his own money. The boy got his own (laughs) money. (laughs) Dottie, sick him. (laughs) <laughs> Google that from coming to America you know, or ask your older brother, older sister, whoever's watching you right now as you listen to Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance. So we talked about the quarterbacks in terms of in terms of name game. One guy we mentioned was Brock Purdy in San Francisco 49ers. People feel he's vulnerable. What about his team about to play the Lions? We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It is Reggae Monday time on Freddie and Harry. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas together on Sirius XM Channel 80. And also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So we know that Purdy, Brock Purdy, is going to have to play a lot better when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers about to host the NFC Championship game at 3 o'clock, East, 6.30 Eastern time, excuse me, this Sunday when they take on the Detroit Lions, that game on Fox. So we know that Purdy, Brock Purdy, is going to have to play better than a 17-32 for 205 yards with a touchdown. Had no picks, but the Packers came close, Harry, to getting two of those interceptions. But I'm looking at more of a concern with the 49ers team that hasn't looked the same, especially on defense. Ever since the Baltimore Ravens took them apart on Christmas Monday night last month in winning that game in San Francisco. So what's going to be pivotal for the San Francisco 49ers, especially defensively in this game against the Detroit Lions, and you've seen the Green Bay Packers in their offense and Aaron Jones have success, right, mm-hmm. rushing the football, in particular on the outside uh, outside zone. You have some eye candy motions and stuff that, you know, gain the attention of linebackers and other guys on the defensive side of the ball for San Fran as well. Um, if they aren't able to stop the run, then that means Jared Goff is going to be comfortable. Right. If you're able to stop the run, now you can force Detroit to be one-dimensional. And those pass rushes that you have, they have to be effective. Because I thought they needed to be more effective against Jordan Love and company. Mm-hmm. They weren't near as dynamic as I expected them to be in that moment. And then thirdly, Freddie, when you move to the offensive side of the ball, what's the status of Debo? 50-50 right now, as now, of Monday. Now, Debo went out in that ball game. I was very, very impressed with Jawan Jennings and how he stepped up and was able to make plays, five receptions for 61 yards. But that also means that Christian McCaffrey has to be that more dynamic, rushing the football and in the pass game. George Kittle can't have mistakes. He has to be that much more dynamic if you don't have a Debo Samuel. But also now a guy named Kyle Juszczyk has to get involved, right? You got to figure out, you know, those little those little rail plays that you see in Green Bay run? Right. This is the type of game – that you you watch out for those if you're the Detroit Lions defense because this is the type of game those plays come up for Kyle Shanahan. The offenses of all, all they're all the same, right? So they run the same plays, and even Detroit runs that play. They ran it against Atlanta. So it, it, it's about who can make the plays necessary, right. but who can rush the ball effectively, and mm-hmm. which opposing defense can be able to stop and contain the run. Well, there's no doubt about this. When it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, an NFC Championship game, you're hosting it. It comes down to your quarterback, Purdy, Brock Purdy. And for your sake, you better hope that this is really going to come true with him having convenient amnesia from what happened even though they beat the Green Bay Packers on Saturday night. You know, obviously plays that you think about as the game goes on, like, man, I could have been better here. I could have hit that guy. He was open. Um, You know, you got to just be better on third down. Like, all that kind of stuff can run through your mind. But, um, man, it's a testament to our team because the defense got to stop at the end. Um, And it's like we had what we wanted right in front of us. And so you have to clean the slate. You have to have a clean mind and find a way, man. We had time on the clock. So, 
Um, it's not like you got to be you got to be a superhero, make a play or anything. It's do what the what we call the quarterback pack tells you and go through the progressions and find a way. Championship weekend, we talk about the pressure on the quarterbacks when it comes to Purdy, Brock Purdy in San Francisco, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, and Jared Goff, the Detroit Lions. But for my money, the team that's under the most pressure this weekend is San Francisco. Mm-hmm. When you're a number one seed, but you haven't looked number one seed-ish ever since Christmas night versus the Baltimore Ravens, and the last two times you've been in the NFC Championship game, you have not been able to finish the job. Had a 17-7 lead in the Los Angeles Rams in the fourth quarter. Lost that ball game. Last year against Philadelphia, you had both of your quarterbacks knocked the bleep out by that defense. So now you got an NFC Championship game at home. We have a chance to find a way to get this done and win this game and not go 0 for 3 in the last championship games. We've seen San Francisco talk a good game, and they played a good game. But they're going to have to be at a full-tilt boogie. Because they are pretty vulnerable like right now, relatively speaking. Not as vulnerable as they when they had that three-game losing streak in the middle of the season. But all the pressure is on them because they have not been able to get to a Super Bowl since, 24, since 2020 when they lost to, the, lost to Kansas City Chiefs. If you can't get it done now against a Lions team that's a sentimental favorite coming in, then all of a sudden you may start looking around and say, man, we got a lot of guys here that we're going to have to pay or not pay how much do we have to really kind of sort of rebuild to make sure we can get to the spot again and not fall short in the NFC Championship game again? So, Freddie, I'll say this. We talk about Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and how they've been to six straight AFC Championship games, right? I don't think a lot of people realize that the San Francisco 49ers, they've been to four in the last five games. Mm-hmm. I mean, last five seasons, mm-hmm. NFC Championship games. Uh-huh. So at some point mm-hmm. – that breakthrough needs to come through for this this organization, for this football team. Absolutely. For players that are probably not going to be able to be on this roster because of money issues, for Kyle Shanahan as a head coach, and also for Brock Purdy as a quarterback because I do believe Brock Purdy is in a situation where he's in a lose-lose when it comes to people on the outside because – I thought somebody, I can't remember who said it earlier today, but we are expecting, you know, elite stuff from Brock Purdy. Yeah. But then when he does great things, we we go talk about how it's the receivers and how it's, but we don't do that with other quarterbacks, right? And then when he doesn't play well, see, he's the reason why they can't get to to the Super Bowl. You can't have your cake and your ice cream, too. Some of y'all, you know, you may do it, oh, but I'm telling you, you're what's not supposed with, to have it. What's wrong with not having cake and ice cream? You don't put those two together? I'm lactose. Oh, no lactate. Well, try lactate. Lactate has ice cream. <laughs> lactate has ice cream for you, and it's pretty good. You know what that means for me, even though the Browns are no longer playing. Oh, stop, we, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, this is why we can't have days off. This is why we can't have three-day weekends anymore because of what you just almost said regarding bathroom moments involving Harry Douglas. Hello, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Being concerned about Brock Purdy. That's not just a Purdy-Brock Purdy thing or a 49ers thing. It's a Dan Orlovsky ESPN NFL analyst thing. I'm concerned about it, yes. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm completely aware of the weather, and I do believe the weather played a factor. 
I'm concerned about it in regards to this. If you go to the first quarter, he almost throws a pick six to Darnell Savage. And the thing that's made Purdy really unique is it's, he's been unfazed by so many different things. And I think that that has given Kyle Shanahan such confidence in his ability. When you watch that pick six almost happen, and after the rest of that game, he's a different player. But that's concerning because this is the first time I feel like in a, in a big game that I saw him be affected by a potential negative negative outcome and it, early in this NFC title game if you have a couple more moments like that that's got to be a little bit uh, like again concerning for Kyle and that 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 fan base so yeah I was concerned by it the first eight to ten minutes of that game the first two possessions of San Francisco are going to be very important whether Debo Samuel is out there or not because of your Kyle Shanahan you're the play caller what can you do to really make sure that your quarterback is comfortable for you and how to make the guy on the other side uncomfortable when it comes to Jared Goff. If he looked that kind of skittish with the San Francisco 49 to that final drive, if you're Kyle Shanahan, what can you do to reduce any kind of potential early problems to have your quarterback lose confidence and have the team on the other side win that confidence when it comes to the Detroit Lions? And number one for me, you have to lean on Christian McCaffrey. He's been your best player offensively all year. Um, he's dynamic. You can put him in a, in, in a lot of situations in which it's a, it's a mismatch for the defense as well. But also we look at Brock Purdy and we have to understand Baker Mayfield just threw for 300-some yards mm-hmm. Absolutely. On, the de- on the defense that they're playing now. Absolutely, yeah. So it's, it's not like they're playing against the greatest of all great secondaries, right? So I think that's another advantage for Brock Purdy heading into this football game too. But I also believe in a guy named Kyle Juszczyk you got to figure out a guy that can play fullback, H-back, tight end, do a lot of different things on the football field, uh, blocking-wise in the run game. You have to find, I would say, two or three plays for Kyle Juszczyk that can be a different – I would say two, at least two mm-hmm. – that, that's going to make a difference in this ball game for the San Francisco 49ers, especially if you're without Debo Samuel. Yeah, the one thing that really concerned me about the 49ers was, and you just said it, how they were able to be run on by the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. They were able to find those seams against their front four. And by the way, Jordan Love was sacked not once. Now one time, as my dad likes to say, now one time. Not saying he didn't get pressure, but a lot of times they would stand back there, find open receivers or find receivers and make plays downfield. That was something that I did not think was going to be a problem. That may be the most vulnerable place where they are right now, not named the quarterback position. If that front four can't get home, if the linebackers can't make plays, then just like you make plays in the line secondary – you can make plays on the 49ers secondary. I, I feel comfortable, yes. I believe in 100% what you're saying, Freddie. I also believe this. The Detroit Lions, they smell blood right now, man. No doubt. Like the, their, conf, their confidence level, it's, it's, it's at an all-time high. Right? They got that first win. Well, first they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Got that first win in the wild card round. They tasted that more success. And I hear you, Pookie. Scotty is calling me, man. <laughs> it's calling me. But now they're in the NFC Championship game. They, they can feel it. Yeah. Coming yeah. in the air tonight. They can feel it. Yeah. Speaking of part of Phil Collins, he's Anthony. He's, <laughs> he's Harry Everett himself. <laughs> Harry Doug joining me, Freddie Cohen. I'm Freddie Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got two pieces of another news for you. One, the bad part of Bill's Mafia. And two, you do not want to go to these states to live out your retirement. This is ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Each and every night about this time, we always give you a little something, something that you may have missed. It could be sports-related or it may not be sports-related, but you're always caught up courtesy of... They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. As the Bills kicker Tyler Bass hasn't gone through enough, missing that 44-yard field goal with 147 left to play and the Bills lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, he had to deactivate his social media accounts because Bills Mafia, not all, but one is too much, had enough backlash that he decided, you know what, I don't need this bleep on my social media accounts from fans of Bills Mafia. Yeah, this is where I get serious and let people know again that it is just a game. So threats and all that nonsense is not cool in my opinion. Uh, we, we live in an era where, you know, people can have these Twitter fingers or X fingers, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people, you just better play with the right person because if you play with the wrong person, it, it can get wrong for you. <laughs> Number one, very true. Number two, Tyler Bass, Bill's kicker after the game is over. A lot better than the quote-unquote some Bills Mafia fans who showed their lack of support. No, ultimately, it's completely on me. i got to do a better job of getting through my target. i got to do a better job of playing a little bit more left when you have a left to right. I've been here long enough to know that you have to do that. You know, I was stressing my line, but I had in warm-ups. I had a good ball, but it didn't work out and feel feel terrible. You know, I love this team, man, and you know, it hurts. This, this one hurts bad. And, yeah, i got to do a better job. I would love for some of those fans, let's say if they had a bad day at work, and Tyler Bass could go to their job and just start giving them that kind of energy and that kind of business like they were giving them as faceless Twitter gangsters 
on social media. It would be wonderful to have those kind of fans where you could go there one day and they have a bad day at work or they messed up an assignment and you give them that same business. And don't tell me like, well, they know what they signed up for. Nobody signs up for that as a professional athlete, entertainer, etc. Nobody should have to worry about those kind of knuckleheads out there just because he missed a kick. No one died the last time I checked by Tyler Bass missing that kick yesterday versus Kansas City. And Bills Mafia, I know you're hurting. I know you're upset. But there's also levels to it as well. Understand what level to not take it to. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to put anyone's life in danger over a football game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to be a faceless idiot <laughs> than to stand yep. on business and put your name and your face. Yeah, don't blame uh, me. I seen the address messing with me. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get it. We're going to get it settled out. I seen the address. Meet me there at a certain time. We're going to make the odds be in your favor. <laughs> like the Hunger Games. <laughs> Well done by you. We're not advocating violence, but sometimes you got to stand up and be counted. You're going to fall for anything. Speaking of falling, if you want to retire, if you're near retirement age, you're thinking about it in your future, and you're saying, what would be a great place to retire in if I don't want to stay in the state where I'm at? Well, these are the states that you do not want to retire to, according to Wallet Hub. Now, what are the criteria when it comes to that? Basically, look at all 50 states. They use nearly four dozen metrics in three main categories. Quality of life, which looks at everything from crime to weather, health care and affordability, including if you're 55 and over, and also when it comes to the cost of in-home services. That's the criteria from WalletHub. So Illinois is number 41. Arkansas is number 42. Mm-hmm. Washington, the state of Washington, D.C., number 43. Mm-hmm. New York, number 44. A lot to do with affordability. New York gets more and more expensive each and every second. Yep. Louis- and probably the big fat rats that run around in the morning time from I'm walking over. Yep. How many times <laughs> you and I have filled in on first take? No. <laughs> and, and we saw Willard and Ben just saying, hey, Freddie and Harry, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we we seen both of them talking to us mm-hmm. and looking at us, but also mm-hmm. we seen their family members squished from cars in the middle uh, of the road, exactly. too. The survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Circle of life, however you want to call it. <laughs> Louisiana, number 45. Oklahoma, number 46. Rhode Island, number 47. Mississippi, number 48. They were last in quality of life category when it comes to Mississippi. New Jersey, number 49. But the worst state to retire in, according to Wallet Hub, Kentucky. Kentucky. Wow. The worst state to retire in, according to Wallet Hub. Oh, and I have Kentucky ties. Oh, do you now? Louisville. Okay. Well, of course. The, the school, yep. duh. Louisville Sorry. days. All right. Louisville's but I love Louisville. Yeah, Louisville is a city. So, like, yeah. when I went to college, a lot of people thought that I was going to the country. Louisville is not the country at all, folks. Right. It's literally the yeah. city. Now, certain places like Butcher Holler may be a different place that you may not want to go to. <laughs> I only know that from watching the country music. Um, when they what the you doing around here, no. boy? Exactly. <laughs> Ken Burns put together. As a matter of fact, yeah. nothing. Yeah. I'm on my merry-go-way. Yeah. Ken, Ken Burns put together a great country music miniseries on PBS. When I heard about Butcher Holler, Kentucky, I was like, wow, that sounds like <laughs> the smallest place ever to live in the United States. Amber and Ian comes your way next. My man Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN radio. Take care. God bless. And as always, put your holler. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN radio. 
You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.